Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Greetings, listener dear, and boo! Ha! It's the first of the month, or near the start of the month. It's Flatshare Slamdown. I'm Tom. <laughs> I'm Ben. And I'm Matthew, and I thought for some reason, I thought you were going to do that song that goes, boom, tsh, sound of my heart, and the beat goes on and on and on and on and on. I wouldn't have were... done that because I don't know what that song is. I mean, apparently neither do I, <laughs> <laughs> from the way I was was hitting it. But um, but there we go. Well, welcome to the show, everybody. Yeah, it's a flat share slam down. Oh, Very exciting. It is always exciting, isn't it? There's there's something in the air on a flat share slam down day. You can't quite put your finger on it, but it's one of those days where anything could happen. There's a sort of ineffable, it's not quite a mist, it's not quite a gas, but there's the atmosphere changes. It's like just before it rains, you know? Exactly right. There's a spring in your step. The the, the man in the shop, he's just served you. He'll watch you leave and go, hmm, maybe it's a flat share slam down day. Yes, I think absolutely, yeah. He's watched you leave and he's he's said, well, that guy wasn't wearing a mask, what's his problem? (laughs) And you're like, well, it doesn't make me feel human. And you're like, yeah, fair enough. Uh, But yeah, so... um, so uh, yes, it's it's it, it was recorded over Zoom as we've been doing the last few uh, Flatshare slamdowns have been recorded over over Zoom, streaming live on YouTube for everyone who, who wanted to watch it there. Um, and we've got another one of them coming up. So if you enjoy this but you want to see it live, you see our beautiful faces, then um, get yourself to Eventbrite.co.uk because on August the twelfth we've got two amazing guests. We have got Joe Wilkinson and oh. we have got Sindhu V. Oh yes, please. That's going to be an absolute belter. It's Absolutely. the return of Joe Wilkinson. Very exciting to have him back on the show. First time first time for Sindhu. And I mean, for Joe as well, not only, you know, not only is he coming back on the show, but he's also doing it from his own house. So I think all bets are off. It'll be, oh, basically, I, I imagine it's worth watching it go out live because we'll probably edit loads of it out. Why wouldn't you order that cocktail? <laughs> Um, so um, if you're enjoying listening to the Flat Slam uh, Flat Down Slam Downs then please get along what's to what's it called Tom sorry flat, back, back. Flat, well, flat Down Slam Down I, I confuse myself if you're enjoying listening to the Flat Slam Slam Downs <laughs> oh Tom right it's been nine years I'm going to give you one final chance here we go can you tell us the name of the podcast that you have you have <laughs> co-hosted now for nine years if you enjoy listening to Flat Share Slam Down, yes. he got it, guys. Then get along to go. the Patreon where you can enjoy Flat Share Lockdown. Oh, oh that's right. Uh, I did see it. Why, I see Nailed why it. you. Yeah, I can see where the confusion Gosh. came from. That's right. There are um, now over fifty bonus oh. episodes of Flat Share Lockdown, Gosh. and as soon as you join the Patreon, you get them immediately. You get them all. Plus, you get about another thirty episodes of bonus house meetings, um, bonus bi- bonus bonus beefs. There's loads of extra bonus content. You get every single episode the second you join. If it's five dollars, that's a whole above. load of content um, for not a lot of change. Yeah. It's a it's a great it's a great bargain. I, I mean, I, I we're, we're we're basically we're throwing this away. We're giving it away. You'd be a fool not to get to Patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flatshare and sign up today. Exactly right. But this Flatshare 
slam down yes, is a real indeed. is a real treat um, <laughs> because uh, we had two absolute legends of the field ploughing their trade. Um, oh, nice. No, hang on, you ply your I mean, trade. trade. You plough yeah. plow up. Went- you went with the field analogy, and I like that. I was stuck in the field, exactly right. That's it. To acres of laughs. Okay, there you go. Acres of laughs. To legends of the field ploughing their troughs of of, <laughs> of, of, of their troughs of ruffle. Um, right. Anyway, listen. I'm off to have a lie down. Enjoy the episode uh, with our two fantastic guests. It's Dara O'Brien. It's Sophie Duker. As you know, they're legends out in their own fields. And, and um, this is hell of a trough. This is field share slam. Oh god! Enjoy the episode. Tom Ben, what is it, Matthew? Yeah, what is it? You smoking piece of ass. You are <laughs> a smoking yes. piece of ass. So much. You know what? Not a lot of people have said that I'm a smoking piece of ass. I think it's probably the. Um, I think it's probably the, the the sailor's hat that's doing it. It adds a little bit of. It does. Adds a little bit sexy of sexy magic. Also, can I- you stop smoking in the front room, please? Yeah, I know. That's I've got a child. That's the it's really reason. responsible. Um, so listen, listen. Good, good house meeting. But one of <laughs> you bastards has got to get our face masks because of this bloody coronavirus that's happening outside. Well, listen, Matthew, it's not going to be me, okay? I had a terrible time with masks recently. I've got three French friends staying with me, and I thought I'd buy them all a mask as a gift. But the masks arrived, and the straps on the masks, they were really sharp. But I thought I'd give them anyway. So I gave them to my first friend, Athos. He put it on, sliced straight through his ear. Gave it to my second friend, Porthos. He did it exactly the same. Gave it to my third friend, Aramis. That happened as well. In the end, we had three mask-cutter ears. (laughs) <laughs> like, i actually think that's that's one of my firmer efforts i think i think that's actually closer closer to a joke than anyone you've done so far so i just wanted to ask is everything all right at home <laughs> three, three mascoteers yeah that almost makes sense there clarky what about you how come you're not going to get the face mask today well i'll tell you what actually i've 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 found wearing a mask uh genuinely and an enlightening experience. Oh, wow. um, because before I was walking around just kind of ignorant uh, to the impact I was having uh, on the people around me. And suddenly, it's only when I put the mask on that I was horribly aware of just how bad my breath smells. <laughs> <laughs> that is a genuine problem, isn't it? That is I, a problem with is, the mask, yeah. isn't it? And that's, a, that's a true story. Well, anyway, there's only one way to settle this. We're going to have to have a flat chair slam down. We're in a flat flat chair slam down. Are you sharing with our mate? Flat chair slam down. Someone's going to slow it down. Flat chair slam down. Hello and welcome to Flat Chair Slam Down, the panel show that says pungent smells they consummate my home <laughs> beyond the black horizon, trying to take control. See my girl, she shivers in her bones. <laughs> The sun and zenith rising, trying to take us all. There's a fire between us, so where is your God? There's a fire between us, I can't get off the carousel. 
carousel. I can't get off the carousel. I can't get off the carousel. I can't get off this world. Face mask. I always wanted you to go into face mask. Intergalactic Christ. Face mask. I always wanted you to go into face mask. Intergalactic Christ. I'm the host and landlord, Matthew Crosby. And though we're apart, they're always in my heart. Let's meet the tenants, Tom Parry and Ben Clark. Ahoy, ahoy. Hello, guys. Now, obviously, you can't get the masks yourself on your own. You need someone who already has a mask to go to the shop, buy you a mask that you can wear to then go to the shop yourself to buy a mask. So who have you brought along with you this week? Ben, who have you brought along? Ah, I've brought along my newest friend, Sophie Duca. Sophie Duca is here. Sophie, it's so lovely to have you on the show. Thank you. Hi, 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 hi. Hi, 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 hi. Now, hi, 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 hi. Hi. Thank you. Don't, yeah, don't, yeah, don't cut off the hi, 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 highs. I mean, the thing is, hi, 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 hi has been your catchphrase for a number of years. It's weird of us to suddenly just jump on the bandwagon of it. It's a very, it's a very infectious catchphrase. Um, listen, uh, what kind of a flatmate are you? Are you a good flatmate? I think I think I'm a I think I'm a good flatmate. Um, most of my flatmates, when the uh, pandemic plague hit, uh, left the house and the country. So <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, they now fled. maybe if you go back to your first statement. I think, you think I'm you're a, a good, good flatmate. Good flatmate. I stand by that. I kept the fort. Mm. I sat yeah. the cat. Do you know what? You're you're very much like the captain of the Titanic, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going to go down with this crazy Hackney flat share. <laughs> so, who are you apart from the gorgeous plants you've got behind you? Who are you? Who are you with at the moment? You said most of them are gone. Uh, most of them are gone. I'm mainly with the uh, the cat. Her name's Dijon Mustard. Wow. Oh, Ooh. what a name! Is she the colour of Dijon Mustard? She tastes like Dijon mustard. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, whatever gets you through lockdown, Sophie, that is absolutely fine. No yeah, judgments she's, here. She's um, ginger. We don't have a lot of... I think I'm not a cat person, or I wasn't a cat person, but I think you've got to have mutual respect with your flatmates or catmates. Um, <laughs> but she doesn't respect me. She, oh. like, I think when cats like you, they give you, like, a little sort of lick or a little, like, little sort of graze with their teeth. Uh, and the first time she did that to me, I was like, oh, beautiful kitty cat. Uh, and then I looked at the TV and then looked back at her and she was just rimming herself. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, I mean, they, well. they will do that. That's the thing. They will do it. The if we do it, we would do it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. I mean, the, the thing is, I, I try not to think about that because I do, like, I'm one of those people who kisses their cat. No. And you think, yeah. Her tongue is always up her ass. And I she's know. otherwise very elegant. That little sandpapery tongue is just, it doesn't seem like it would be a, the most effective cleaning system. <laughs> if I could lick my own asshole, I would still, I think, I would still shower and, you know, you know use, a, use a moist towelette once in a while. I think, I don't think I would, I don't think I'd rely entirely on my tongue. <laughs> but, but that's just me anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so listen, Parry, who have you brought along with you this week? Well, listen up, Matthew. The jamboree is in danger. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, we've been falling on financial hard times, but the Chancellor of the Exchequer has announced that he's going to be giving funding to cultural institutions. So I decided to hire the only cultural institution that I know. <laughs> it's Dara O'Brien, everyone! Dara O'Brien is here. Dara, how are you, man? I'm very, very well. What kind of a, what kind of a flatmate are you? Uh, you know, the, the notion that my uh, wife and children regard me as a flatmate would be 
heartbreaking <laughs> in some ways. <laughs> or they, I'm well, not that, I'm actually like a cool flatmate for my kids, you know, like I, my, wife, my wife does all the disciplining and raising and t- cleaning of the children, but I'm just the guy they hang out with who's pretty cool and plays Nintendo with them. The, um, I was, I think, an okay flatmate, although I, I, I did, I've done the whole flatmate thing all the way to the bit where I want out of this. I, I can't do this anymore. Because uh, it's just, a, yeah. So, but I, yeah, I've, I've lived in pretty terrible houses. Many, many terrible houses. What have been but the I'm worst? not still in contact with them, which is kind of like that poker game thing of if you're not in contact, if you're the only one who's not in contact still, you were the bad flatmate. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> so what, right, okay, well, let's, let's, I was going to ask what's the worst thing you've seen. What do you think is the worst thing you've done? What do you think is the thing that's, that's excluded so, you from... Specifically in a flat share environment. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, qualify. Yeah. Killed a guy in the swamp. That doesn't count for this one. No, 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 no. Outdoors, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The um, we had to. There was a note. I was in a house share, and this is like when I was into my thirties. I was in a house share uh, at a point where I shouldn't still be in, in a house share, and I didn't really myself and uh, created and another one. We got very off our faces one night, and there was a note saying, "Hey, everybody, leave twenty five pounds." So we folded the two notes into swans and then built a lake with by putting cling film over um, a, a, a bowl and then floated the money. As in, I left it as a kind of an object um, for them, which we, we thought was a tremendously passive aggressive comment on how, I don't know, it, sound, it was kind of a weird thing. But it it, sound, it sounds incredibly artistic. I always thought, you know, like, I mean, you know, we Perry, laughed Perry a shat on the floor. It. It's, well, this, we, this feels like, sorry, sorry, <laughs> to throw, sorry to throw you under the bus, mate. I didn't you put cling film down first. It's not a very scatological way. There's nothing. The cling film just created a lake type effect over the bowl, so that the the notes could then float, like you know, like the swans. What kind the... of bowl do you own that isn't waterproof? By the way, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Look, it's, it was a cereal bowl, right? But you would right. stretch cling film at the top of the top. It's like a lake. Now it's like a lake with clear water or ice. Let's say. Then you take the swan you've built from a twenty pound note and. And then you make it swim on the lake. You just place it onto the lake. So it looks like it's floating beautifully on the lake. That was honestly, it was, a very, it was one of the few happy memories from that. <laughs> <laughs> there's just a point in your life when you go into a house and you open a door and there's five butters on separate shelves of the fridge and you go, oh, fuck this lifestyle. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm yeah, getting so. married. Yeah. <laughs> Any first one butter. <laughs> yeah. There's two butters Between now. One for his wife. One for his oh, yeah. oh now there's like a butter and there's like a margarine and then there's like a cholesterol low margarine. Now there's weirdly as many condiments and spreads as there were, if not more, but I'm allowed to tuck in on all of them. So. <laughs> right. Well, let's should we let's get let's get cracking because I'm very excited about this because we, we're we're about to play we're about to play round one and we're of course we're still playing the game can Dara spot if there is a game at play at any point as well so let's find none out. so far none so far <laughs> um, so that is our guest covered but who is going to help me cover my face as we play round one you're off to the shops better cover your chops because this virus it needs containing you stood in a crowd there's no need to be proud cover your cup and stop complaining stand out as a legend even though you look the same if you get bored pretend that you're the batman feel of pain wear your mask in town no one's gonna make you pull it down wear your mask around no one's gonna make you pull it down wear your mask around no one's gonna make you pull it down wear 
of days and you're gonna be late Cause you gotta put on some lipstick But then you recall there's no need to at all You're a mask wearer, not a dipstick Show them half your face and they will love you as a whole It's not the nose, it's the eyes that are the gateway to the soul When your mask is <laughs> no one's gonna make you pull it down When your mask Yes, indeed. This round is called Mask Jeeves. And I'm going to give our contestants a question that I asked the cyber butler, Jeeves. Okay? Remember Ask Jeeves from back in the day? Well, there is a... Um, there's a... I, I'll remember, tell you now. Remember, I, I went on remember? Ask Jeeves last night. I, asked, I went on Ask Jeeves last night to check he was still okay. And I've got bad news for you guys. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm afraid Ask Jeeves as a website is no longer. But don't worry. Someone has bought up the domain name AskJeeves.net and run it uh, run it through Google so it's basically the same thing. So we're okay. We're so that's okay, enough guys. for us to do the game. That's enough for us to still do the game Mask Jeeves. Here we go. So uh, I would like, I'm going to give you all a question. I'd like, to, uh, I'd like you to tell me what you think the answer is, okay? What, the, what do the HTML valet say? I'd like both teams to give me an answer. Whoever gets the closest can win up to five points. Now, question Ooh. one, we'll start with Tom and Dara. We asked Jeeves, yes. what's the best way to impress your boss. Tom and Dara, what are your immediate thoughts? What's the best way to impress your boss? Dara, when was the last time you had a boss boss? Oh, gosh. Hey, a boss, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like a, some summer job or something. Um, and did you impress him? No. Did you make any origami? Uh, did you <laughs> take your paycheck at the end and go, you know what, I'm not gonna spend this, but look at this gorgeous elephant I've made. Yeah. <laughs> with your money, uh, with the float. Um, uh, God, how does so, one impress a boss these days? Are you, look, are you perky? Are you supposed to be all attentive? Do you listen to, you know? And is, uh, now, like on a Zoom chat? Is punctuality still respected in this that business? That must be. That must still be a thing, isn't it? It's got to be a thing, hasn't it? People must still want to do that. So we've got we've got perkiness, we've got punctuality. Okay, this perkiness is... sounds weird. Perkiness sounds a bit... Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd, be, okay. I'd be really impressed if that was the number one answer. Be perky. <laughs> <laughs> bit sexist. Kind of enthusiasm. <laughs> Go the extra mile. I, I was going to ask that question. Is enthusiasm enough? Because well, if, it, if it isn't, then I've got to rethink my comedy career. <laughs> <laughs> career. Is energy, is energy enough? Enough, you know. Okay, all right, so we've got, we've got energy and we've you've got... got to look, you've got to look at your thinking? appearance yeah. as well, right? I've been chatting to my friends who've got real jobs during lockdown. And <laughs> Emma... Asking them if you have one. Well, Emma recently got a job where a big part of the interview was them talking about her social life and being like, what do you do outside of work? Do you go to the pub? We're a company that like to socialize. And it's like, you know, that might be, is it like work hard, play hard? Oh. Because, you know, in this day and age, like with all, you know, it, it's extracurricular stuff that counts maybe. It's like the Nat West advert, it's not all work, work, work. It's like exactly that. Exactly right. Yeah. But there's, you want someone there's with a, a bit of work, surely. <laughs> <laughs> surely it's not a flatmate you're going for here. I know all these interviews, like flatmate interviews, and they are all essentially chemistry. Essentially like, oh, could I... Okay, here, actually, sorry. Here's what you need to do. Could I bear to be in an office with this person? 
is essentially, the, you know, independent. Once you've got, you know, you've broadly got the law degree that we require for this legal job. But yeah. could I bear to spend eight hours a day with you? This is exactly why I've never got a proper job. Yeah. I mean, the that's, kimono that's for a start. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wear a kimono. Maybe that's we should a, go with that. <laughs> oh, that, that is a strong choice for an interview, uh, a kimono. The, uh, Bear in mind, it's not necessarily a job. It's not necessarily a job interview. This is just how to impress you. you let's say you've already got the job, perhaps. How are you going to impress him? Well, let's let's throw it over because we, we we'll let you think of, of your definite answer, Tom okay. and Dara. Yeah, let's throw it over to Ben one. and Sophie. What what are you guys thinking, um, Sophie? Have you have you had a boss? Have you had a real job at any stage? I I, mean, I, I have. Um, I how did you impress? I I okay. So I carried a lot of cake round. That's a good answer. That's a very good answer, yeah. I carried a lot of cake. It wasn't cake that I had purchased and paid for, but I carried it around. Most of it went all over my uh, top. Uh, I was a bad cake. So rub cake on yourself, is that the answer? (laughs) So I mean... (laughs) I think people who bake in offices get a lot of love. People who bring in food that they made at home, because everyone's so depressed. Wait, so you weren't like working at a bakery. You were just in a normal office, just constantly carrying cake around. She was a wedding planner. I was <laughs> I was a receptionist. They were like, carry around some cake. We like cake. Just take a bit of cake. There was a guy called Angry Graham uh, on the second floor who I used to t- I used to take him the cake first, and he used yeah. to give me one of his rare smiles. <laughs> and um, oh, and uh, you were the best part of Angry Graham's day. Yeah, but that is a girl with cake all over her top, giving you like a, a smashed jam donut, being the highlight of your day. Yeah, it's not great, is it? Sophie and Ben, what 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 are you thinking? Then we'll, we'll move back to, to Tom being, and Dara and see if we can pin being, this down. Being good? What was the question again? <laughs> How do you impress? What's the best way to impress your boss? P- focus. Working well as part of a team and as an individual. Okay, all right. That's okay. So how do you feel about that answer, Sophie? Are you happy with that? I don't think that's how you impress. I, I really <laughs> never only got any credit for that. I think you need to do something flashy like work the photocopier. Or like the printer, the printer's always breaking. I think you need to I love how you think like- that's flashy. <laughs> well, it's your like version of the Fonz is just going over, <laughs> booting the photocopier. I've got two hey, of these now. Four. <laughs> that, oh, that was that's that was great, actually. Thanks, Crosby. Thanks, very much. Oh, thanks, thanks, everybody. It's really great. Okay, so, um, so, so you think we, being, we, being the go-to person, being the go-to person, that there's a thing, and yeah, yeah. that that yeah. one's ours. That one's ours, though. Oh, okay. is this? Yeah. Is it dope? Is it dope? Okay. I just don't think... Okay, yeah. So you, you think doing something flashy along the lines of, of like, fixing the photocopy or being handy yeah. around the office, basically. Being like, yeah, being a problem solver as well as being competent. I think you, this is a this is a, a multifaceted answer. I think we no, might have to that... narrow you down to it. So generally being a problem solver, I think. Okay, all right. Tom, what was your answer inspired by Sophie's uh, cake stories? Be a team player. Bosh. I was going to go with neg your boss endlessly, constantly <laughs> undermine him uh, until it becomes, you know, just constantly negatively. Until, you know, do you think? Until okay, he's, we'll go with that. Until, um, until, until he's, he's desperate. Until you're the boss. You know, just do the thing. Go and do the thing that you're yeah. supposed to do without, be, and leave him alone. Other than that, just right. do, <laughs> do, do the job well and don't get in the way. Just don't get, you know, I mean, who and doesn't want to be left your head alone? Down. Keep your head yeah. down. Get just on do, do the thing. Just and do this. Sophie, <laughs> you're almost saying the opposite. You're saying make yourself visible. 
Hi, yeah. I'm the photocopy guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, inkjet. That's your, that's your nickname. No. Little, little inkjet. Oh, that's it comes a inkjet, yeah. That's, that's better bad. than angry Graham. It's much better than angry Graham. I'm inkjet, inkjet Joan. Hey, inkjet. I'm the new column for this. Like, yeah. Hey, inkjet, what are you doing Thursday night? It's cool, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, cool. it's pretty it's good. Cool. It's cool. Oh, it's pretty good. Oh, what about nickname? <laughs> Is that Get a new answer? Fun nickname. Just have a cool nickname. Give everyone nicknames. Yeah. Be the nickname guy. That's um, a piece. <laughs> we, uh, we, I'm going to Tone Pete. Tone Pete. <laughs> Tone Pete. I think Tone Pete and Inkjet are going to clash. They're going to really. They're going to. They're going to. They're going to block antlers at some point. There's well, no well, way. Well. There's a new printer guy in town. <laughs> Thing is, I'd love to give you the answer, but I can't actually give the answer myself. So instead, we've got our very own Jeeves. Jeeves, oh. are you there, my man? Who would own a buck of an Eaton? Jeeves, my good man, how are you? An absolute pleasure to be here, typecast as ever, listening to, let's be honest, an excruciatingly long chat about office politics <laughs> as I sat here holding my book open for minutes on end. Um, listen, it's lovely to be here. Uh, I am Ivo Angry Graham. Lovely to see you again, <laughs> Sophie. Um, so w- would you like the correct answer to this uh, thoroughly yeah. tedious question? <laughs> Ivo. <laughs> oh, Jeez, my God. Please do, do not get ideas above your station, right? Or you're back down to the service <laughs> very, quarters very with no gruel. Jeez, what? yes. You, What's the best geez. way to impress your boss? Now, obviously, um, in the kind of circles my master moves in, uh, if you have a job, you have failed. If you're living off anything other than your inheritance, something's gone very badly wrong. Absolutely correct. Uh, you don't need to impress your boss because your boss is usually one of your father's friends. However, um, a little bit of layman advice, if you like. Uh, and we were quite close to it early on, and then it was lost in the in the melee. Is arrive early. Oh! This has always been the key to impress a boss who is concerned with your inputs. Since it is so hard to predict when traffic will be bad or your bus will be late, sometimes the only way to ensure you are always on time is to arrive early. Arriving before your bosses will give them an impressive notion of your work ethic. Love so that was nearly as long as the so, opening chat. So you've got uh, you've got uh, you've got um, you've got five uh, five points to give. Do you think anybody gets any of those five points? You can divide them up between the teams. You don't have to give them all out. Do you think anyone's going to get any of those points? Um, well, I was tempted to give both teams a sort of encouraging three near the top of the chat. But that did start to drain away as, uh, you know, words like sort of being a good team player were thrown around, excruciating tangent about printers. Um, so I think um, I like Sophie's thing about baking, um, even though that just amounted to a, a smashed jam donut. But then that wasn't the answer they gave anyway. So I think it is going to be a pretty miserable one point for both teams. Oh, one point for both teams. No further along than when we started, unfortunately. Mm, can't really okay. argue with that. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's, tr- let's try another question. Ben and Sophie, we'll start with you. What do you think our internet pal Jeeves made of the question, what's the best question to ask at a dinner party? What is the best question to ask at a dinner party? Sophie mm. and Ben, we'll start with you guys. Go to a lot of dinner parties. What kind of stuff do you chat about? It feels so long ago. It feels like it a long, long time. time ago, doesn't it? Yeah. Is it a party if it's just you and the cat? What do you chat to the cat about? <laughs> what do you speak to Dijon Mustard about? 
Lipped your arsehole recently? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We talk about all the things I think you're not meant to talk about at dinner parties, me and the cat, like politics. You're not meant to talk about that at dinner parties. And that's been pretty uneventful. Religion. Are you meant to talk about sex at dinner parties? It depends on the dinner party, really. Towards the end of a dinner party, if you're all going to throw some keys in a bowl... It's probably yeah. worth you know, worst like, pudding ever. Well <laughs> imagine, imagine if someone put a thing film on the top of the bowl and then the cheese would bounce off. It's Who's a leg full of keys. <laughs> For God's sake. Oh, oh, it's yeah. very, very scratchy, this dinner. <laughs> <laughs> um, I th- so, uh, so, so, uh, mm. so, Clark, best you, um, thing. What about best you? What do you think is the best thing, best the best thing? question to ask at a dinner party? Well, I suppose it's kind of, it's like being interested in someone, isn't it? So, not not talking like obviously not not talking about yourself. But what's a good kind of jumping off point for a for a, for a convo? Like, uh, where do you see yourself in five years' time? I think I'm still interview again. I'm stuck on the job interview. Is it stuck on the parents? That's what they say when you go home. He's still doing that podcast thing. What is it? This this all feels very familiar now. It's all it's all careers, and I'm sure it's not the kimono that's making me sweat this time. Okay, I've got it. I've got a really good. Harry, what do you think you've got? Okay, well, obviously it's a dinner party, so you're going to want to seem quite highfalutin. You want to seem quite intellectual. Lovely. You want to fake interest in the people you're dining with. Or just have an interest in them. So, you go with, so what are you reading at the moment? Oh! Oh. Okay, a lot of people people not enjoying that question. What are you reading at the moment? Ditch my teammate on this one? Yeah, because (laughs) I I think, Dari, you're absolutely right. No, it's whom, very, it's very whom loaded. Who are you reading at the whom moment? Who are you reading? <laughs> yes. uh, readeth thou <laughs> at the moment? <laughs> who are you, and you, and the, you're doing this. Whom are you reading at the moment? <laughs> and you, who are you reading? Uh, <laughs> and whom is reading you? I finally guess what the format of this whole thing is, which is comedian try and fail to work out how normal people live <laughs> <laughs> by speculating on work and dinner parties and other things that we never go to uh, and go oh, What would it be like to have a social life? Tom, yeah. your thoughts? Um, who are you reading at the moment? Okay, so Dara, if you're... If you, if you do, sorry, you 20, sorry, and appallingly, we keep fighting against it. What do you do? What do you do is sadly for every yeah. audience chat is the same thing. What do you do? Which is exactly. basically, it's, hey, it's talk good about for yourself crowd work. for a while. It's a good icebreaker. People talk about yourself talk about for a while and yeah. I will politely nod and listen. And I'm saying this, by the way, and getting to the point because Jeeve was a bit of a judgmental prick when it came to And now we know he's there as well, just he's loitering. Just, he's clearly hovering Jeeves, yeah. judging every phrase that we say. So, uh, yeah, so I'm going to say, I'm, I would go straight, who, what do you do? What, what do you do? do? What do you do? Good. Good. Sophie, what are you what are you gonna what are you gonna go for? Um, well, I mean I feel like Dara snitched the most obvious answer, but I think I think I think you should ask something about them. I agree that. I think you should ask something that's non controversial, so not about, you know, political stuff. Sure, sure. Ask them if they have any allergies. <laughs> practical, yeah. It's and practical. Also it's, it's good if you're hosting the party as well because you know not to serve them shellfish, for example. So yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. you probably already cooked it at that stage, but you can still <laughs> exactly. ask. Uh, you can't eat show anything. an interest. Uh, <laughs> have, a, have a can of Heineken and shut up. Um, so, uh, Clarky, are you happy with the, with the allergies uh, answer? 
I was gonna go with uh, what's your favourite podcast, but I think oh <laughs> again maybe like hobbies. Hobbies is because, nice because what you do is like this is this I work for a photocopier. But it doesn't um, define me. That's not who I am. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I really aspire to big, and then you talk about what they actually like rather than what they so what they do. It's what they do in their in their time when they're not working. Okay. Well, let's let's reading. Let's take the. T- <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the second question, there, Tom, isn't it? So, um, Jeeves, let's let's chat to Jeeves and see. Oh God! What oh, here, here he comes. comes. Oh, here here, here he comes. comes. Good evening. Hello. I enjoyed that round a little more than the last one, and I think. I, we... Do you know what? I deliberately kept it punchy for you, Jeeves, because I know you're on borrowed time. <laughs> so, um, what are the best questions to ask at a dinner party? And can I confirm that those were from Dara? What do you do? And from Sophie, do you have any allergies? Is that correct? <laughs> uh, well, I, th- I think in the end we went with hobbies, but um, but we pivoted to often hobbies. I tell you what, to... if it. If it's allergies, we're going to give it the full five points. Right. Um, well, I'm actually a big fan of, of uh, both of those, obviously. I'll just give you my favourite dinner party question from my own uh, well-heeled social life of late. Genuinely, last year, someone at a dinner party asked uh, the host, is this the standard Ottolenghi recipe or have you gone off piste? So kind of, <laughs> it's a different world. It's a, it's a different world. It's Who a knows how they live, world. people? It's a different world. Um, <laughs> if by different world you mean vegetarianism, then, uh, you know, so be it. Listen, <laughs> I like Dara Brian asking, uh, what do you do? Because I've seen a couple of Dara Brian live shows, and I know that even if it doesn't lead anywhere particularly interesting immediately, Dara will encore at the end of the dinner party and reincorporate all of the professions he has discovered in a thrilling fashion. So even just the memory of that alone makes me give him a proud four. Oh, oh my whoa. God. Wow. Whoa. Wowie. Sophie's question about the allergies, um, as you pointed out, would be too little too late at that stage. Um, still well-meaning hobbies I think you can't have you not seen Sophie live though at the end she brings back everyone's allergies and incorporates it into one <laughs> big yeah, she, in she murders the audience <laughs> have some wheat where was gluten you're up the back it's Dead. a hell of a finale hell of a yeah. finale um, I think it's a lovely question and I think um, what are your hobbies is also you can make wonderful things out of one of your hobbies uh, so I'm going to give that four as well I'm not being pulled in either direction really Okay, okay. These last two questions are uh, are key. What's the correct answer? Oh, the correct answer is, I'll be honest, in the last one, I was proud of the correct answer and I hated the panel's contributions. Um, In this case, (laughs) lovely contributions from the panel. And this this has made me quite angry, actually. If you were by yourself and could do anything you wanted for one day, what would you do? I mean, that's so close to what are your hobbies, isn't it? We all know what Sophie's cat would say. (laughs) She doesn't have to be alone. I'm just always, she waits till I'm there to rim herself. Now that you say that, it does sound a bit like hobbies, but I prefer the directness of one of your hobbies, whereas this is the sort of hypothetical bullshit being peddled on Hinge um, and other (laughs) question-based dating apps. Um, But I suppose that should be another point to... Sophie, Matthew. I think just just to make it interesting, let's give Sophie the five and let's yeah. give uh, let's give Dara the four. Commiserations um, for Brian. Such is life. Jeeves, uh, at ease, <laughs> we'll call you again very very soon. So another one for Tom and Dara. We asked web slave Jeeves, what's the ideal height for a man? What do you think 
We're, we're Ooh, I like quick, that. Quick answers here. The ideal height for a man. Well, what six le- four. Six <laughs> four is the ideal height for a man. Six four. We say six four. Six four. Okay, six two. I'm I'm six four. So six two. I'm be, six two. Are you six two? Well, yeah. you make it six well, three. We split the difference. The um, six three. Yeah, because six four is like six. is slightly tall, tall. Yeah, you're a bit so maybe, too uh, slightly too tall at six four. I mean, you, 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 I carry it, obviously. But yeah, the, oh, yeah. Uh, I don't get but, it, uh, but yeah, 6'2", I think, is, has a good ring to it. I'm yeah. very happy with 6'2". So we go 6'2". It feels like a nice height. It's a I good height, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, 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 it's a gorgeous height. I hope to get there myself one day. Keep Sophie going. and, I'm, I, you know, <laughs> taking those supplements. Uh, Sophie and uh, Ben, what about you? What do you think is the ideal height for a man? What do you think, Sophie? I think, I think you've got to be like, Taller than a post box. Okay. Right. Okay. And what's okay. the ideal height for a post box? I'd say five seven. Five seven. I, yeah. I, I, it's a post box. I would say. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair enough. All right. Just a few numbers, more captain hats. All numbers greater than five seven. That, that's. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the the five, all numbers. Yeah. All five seven or all above. Any, any, any upper bound on this? Or are you going? You know. <laughs> well, between that and a telephone pylon. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Okay. Do you own, I, do you only measure your men in post boxes? I I I I thought once that a post box was a man. Ooh. And, and <laughs> weird date? Yeah. <laughs> what distance? How long were you chatting to him before you, you realized? You are, was, you are such a good listener. He's got he's with his gob open the entire yeah, time. He's, me nothing. he's got a hell of an appeite though. I keep seeing. I don't think the persp- I think the perspective was I was walking towards this guy this post box. This <laughs> <laughs> happened again. Uh, and so like he was of a of a, an increasing height, but as as I got closer I realized that he was a post box. A post box. Okay. So, um, so taller than a post box, you would say. I would say. I would say six foot. Six, six foot. Okay. It's, it's a nice round number. Not too tall. Not too small. How tall are you, Ben? I'm six foot. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> I'm, seeing, I'm seeing a pattern just, emerging here. Interesting. But I just plucked it out of the air, obviously. Well, let's see what Jeeves says about. The ideal height for a man. Je- Jeez. Well, well, You're just cracking through that reading, aren't you? Brushing up on one of the greats. Um, I can tell you that Jacob Rees Mogg is six foot one, uh, which would mean that two of him could lie down on a parliament bench of 13 feet and still have a few inches to play with. However, <laughs> the answer that I'm looking at here is. Five foot eleven inches. Oh, we were one inch off. On average, women say a romantic partner five foot three or shorter is generally too short for comfort, while a partner six foot three or taller is too tall. And the ideal height for a man is five foot eleven via YouGov. Um, I should uh, briefly break character to comment on the very heteronormative uh, nature. Mm. Of yes. that survey, but it is what it is. It's the 1800s. That's you go for you. That's you go for you. We you don't go. make the rules. We just have to stick to it. So them. listen. How, what's that going to do to the points? I don't know. I was reading Voltaire. I heard someone say. <laughs> <laughs> He's good. It is good. Genuinely, got, got sucked good. in. Catch you. Catch you. He gets in the first page. Yeah. He gets in the first page. Then you're in. You want to know? Can I ask you, Tom? What are you reading at the moment? It's a very good question. Actually, it's a very good question. Fun fact about Voltaire, 5'11 as well. What a guy. Whoa. What a guy. Bang. You'd be a lucky man or woman. But round, round like a post box. Um, no. Perfectly, <laughs> always wore red. Perfectly cylindrical man. <laughs> most, the most cylindrical of all the French great thinkers. 
<laughs> Am I right in so, saying that someone said six foot and someone said six foot one? Six foot two. Six foot two. Um, so, and who said six foot? That was Clarky. Mr. Ben Clark. Clarky, Hello, you were one inch off, so I'll take one point off. Four. Lovely. And yeah. to the people who said six foot two, you were three inches off, so I will deduct three points. Two. That's the okay, fairest scoring now, so far, I think. Very, 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 very fair. That. Very, very fair. You know, I'm, I'm, I like you more and more every time I see you. Thank you very uh, much. Jeeves, you, I really do. You've really mellowed. Yeah, more, you've really <laughs> they, You came out all guns blazing. But you know what? That, that's okay. I think it's because I said, I said in the little briefing chat that I might shout you down at some point. So you attacked me before I had that's a chance it. to attack you. It's, it's, it's a classic. You know, it's a classic stand-up manoeuvre. You make the joke that they're going to make about you before they get a chance. You must exactly. shoot first in a duel. Absolutely right. And I'm shot right through. But thank you, Jeeves. At ease for a moment. One final question to uh, start with Sophie and Ben. How did my futuristic butler of the past answer the question, what is the worst thing to say to someone who's grieving? Sophie and Ben, what do you think? Worst thing to say to somebody who is grieving? Cheer up, mate. (laughs) it's, it's It's very, it would be a bad thing to say. Um, you look like you've seen a ghost. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. I'm liking these punchy answers. Tom oh, and Dara, yeah. where do you go? Don't worry, there'll be another one along in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Plenty more fish in the sea. Plenty more fish in the sea. Plenty more fish in the sea. Worst Plenty more postbox on the street. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How did the person die? Was it a nautical incident? <laughs> <laughs> Are they now a fossil? Honestly, how did they die? Yes. Oh yeah. How did they how, die? So, so how did that tell happen? Me, tell me how they died. <laughs> how how oh. did did they die roaring? Oh, they were screaming and shit themselves. It was an awful. Were you there? <laughs> Yeah, yeah that. Uh, fine lads. Uh, okay, well, I'm going to lock in all of those answers because they're all very, very strong. Oh, did um, they die roaring? Jeeves. Jeeves. What do you say? Oh, the-, <laughs> the final answer is, what's the worst thing to say to someone grieving um, is, of course, my trip to Barnard Castle was within the guidelines. Um, hey. Lovely crowbar stuff there, but what I'm actually looking at on my card is I thought you'd be over it by now. Oh, it's a, I mean, it's, it's a pretty bad thing to say to someone who's grieving. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't good. specify how long they've been grieving for. You know, this could be someone could have literally so, died in their arms. But uh, uh, let's let's see. What do you think that's going to do to the to, do to the scores then? Um, how do you like to reward people? Because they all gave very strong answers. They did. They very, did. Very I think plenty more fish now. in the sea is is callous, but it does um, sort of look forward to the future in quite a practical way. So I'll give that three. Um, and uh, <laughs> and I'll have to give the other one three as well. <laughs> yeah, well done. Okay, well, there fantastic. we go. Right, fantastic. Really right. worth playing that final round. <laughs> Huge thanks to our Jeeves. Ivo Graham, everybody. Ivo Graham was our Jeeves. Thank you so much, um, Ivo. And at the end of that round, producer Gwyn, what are the scores, please? The scores are Tom and Dara have 10 and Ben and Sophie have 13. Wow. Look at that. Right, so Ben and Sophie. Ben and Sophie are in the lead, but... It's over. Done. Tom and Dara. (laughs) Tom and Dara are thrown in the towel now, are they? Okay, fair enough. I understand. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Let's head into round two. It is, of course, Flat Games. Games! Let's play together. Forever, roll the dice, spin that thing, put that there, do as you're told. Games, if you lose, you get nothing. Games, if you win, you get gold. Gold, 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 gold. Oh, listen to that. That's yep. Some uh, some uh, some listeners uh, headed by Matt Hoss there recorded themselves shouting gold. Oh, oh, there you go. They really run out of steam here. There we go. Thank you very much to Matt for those. This is Flat Games, and this time we are playing our version of Hangman, which we are calling Bangman. And it's not based on Clarkie's very popular series of amateur grumble movies. It's actually a high-minded quiz about literature. So, Tom, you're in luck. Um, (laughs) By the way, fans of the uh, the Bangman series, don't worry. Clarkie has promised that at the end of this stream, he will be screening his latest instalment of uh, of Bangman, uh, in which he plays a Randy Vicar going door-to-door with a collection plate for the church roof. So stick around at the end of this for Bangman 7, Jehovah's Wetness. Uh, anyway, <laughs> oh, onto the game. Dear. I know, I know, I know. Anyway, oh. onto the game. I'm going to give each player the it. name of a book. You have to get your teammates to guess the title using only sounds, okay? Mm. Now, if you can convey it in one sound, you get five points, and it goes down as we go. Don't worry, Ivo's not scoring. Uh, they have to be sounds. They can't be words. Sophie... You are up first, which means, Ben, can you blindfold yourself, please? Have you got something to blindfold yourself with there? Certainly. Okay, we'll wait for Ben the to kimono, blind... The kimono belt? He's using Ooh. a face mask to blindfold himself. Very... This is absolutely ingenious there. Okay. Now, that's how he's been wearing his face mask this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually safer. He looks Very like difficult, Zorro. Socially different. He does, doesn't he? God, it's, it's, I think it's the, it's the hair hanging over the top. Clarky. You look gorgeous. Can, you can still hear us, though, Clarky, right? I can hear you, yeah. Okay, fantastic, great. For Sophie and our audience, but not for Ben, here is the book Sophie will be attempting. Pride and Prejudice. Okay, so, Sophie, for five points, can you make one sound that you think will convey the entire book to Ben? Off you go. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's good. A very strong first sound there from Sophie. A very strong first sound. Clarky, what are you thinking? Oh, are now, you thinking? Would you that? like me to make it again? Yeah, yeah I'd love it actually. Again, yes, please. Oh. Is that 
Is that a horse whinnying? Oh, well, you can't actually ask any questions. No, but you can you can think think aloud. If it were a horse whinnying, what kind of book would you? Oh, I thought that was your guess. (laughs) Never heard heard of that book. A horse whinnying by uh, Ianni Pru. Yeah. Well, any idea? I make very I I make very accurate animal noises. I just I'm just going to say that. Okay. Okay. So that so that isn't a horse whinnying. Clarky, I'm going to have to push you, otherwise we're going to have to get a second sound. Any ideas? Uh, can, can I have it one more time? Sorry. You can have it one more time. <laughs> that was that was uh, Parry snorting, by the way. <laughs> Parry, can you, if you're going to snort into the microphone, can you at least mute yourself, please? Is Babe a book? <laughs> it, it, I mean, it, maybe it's the book of the motion picture. It was, it was oh. the sheep pig, yeah, it was Oh. Oh. <laughs> Oh, so it's it's kind of like a it's it's like a posh laugh. Can oh. I say we, oh. we've had we've had three different sounds there. Every time. <laughs> I think and you know it, Duga. There were three different protagonists. Listen, no more. No, so that's also not accurate. I'm sorry. Can still hear you. So. I think they were all of the same. I'm going to allow it because I think they were all of the same family. That sound. They were all. They were all attempts at the same. At the same sound. Clarky. The, the Great Gatsby is incorrect. Let's have yeah. a second sound from Sophie, please. Um. Ooh. Okay. Sophie, really hoping you were going to get it on that first sound. Sorry. That's okay. No. Hey. It's all right. This is how we play. Okay. Can we hear those two together, please? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the whole thing. And then yeah. this second sound yeah. is just the first bit. Now, you did previously say that you're really good with animal noises. Yeah, yeah. Is that like a is that like a tiger? Wait, can again, you can't ask, that, you no, can't I can't ask, ask questions. You can't ask questions, Clarky. No. You can only think aloud and give us a guess. Any ideas uh, what you think well, it is? Well, I'm thinking that sounds like a tiger. I mean, I'm looking at what the book is, and that second sound was a real curveball. <laughs> <Right. laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a real curveball. So I tell you what, whatever you think it is, Clarky, guess something else. <laughs> a little bit of assistance from Tom there, but I mean, it's, it's actually it's not, like- it's not bad advice. <laughs> um, well, I was going to go with Life of Pi because there's the, the yeah. growling. Oh, it's no. a good it's guess. Not, it's not Life of Pi. A third sound here for three points. What's she going to do? How does this make it easier? <laughs> it just confuses oh, increasingly. Okay. Um, it does actually uh, get harder, Dara. Now you point that out. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pick, don't uh, pick at the format. Can, I, can my sound be a word? No, it cannot no. be a word. Okay. A third sound. It has to be different sounds to the previous sounds. Different sounds. We're looking for a third sound there. Uh, Oh, was that the sound? No. Oh, okay, sorry. Right, okay, right. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Is this Jehovah's Witness? <laughs> this is hard. It's hard. This is hard. It was more high-pitched, but then I relaxed into it. Do I just say that one a few more times? I'm like, I feel like a Herbal Essences advert. I don't like it. Okay. Okay. 
have oh. you got have you got a kind of idea from the from those three sounds because i'll tell you now none of us have <sighs> sophie's choice it is not sophie's choice no um i can see why you said that because it's sophie making the noises uh but uh it's not sophie's choice a fourth sound do we dare a fourth sound oh or do we God. just no. we might we might we might have to we might have to um i tell you what sophie put him out of his misery and tell him what book you were trying to do and then we'll hear the sounds again okay the book that i think i quite accurately portrayed through okay. the medium of sound was yeah. uh the book pride and prejudice it was of course oh. pride and prejudice let's now let's hear the sounds again and you'll see how this was of course pride and indeed prejudice okay oh. okay so there was kind of you know kind of pot posh maybe flirtatious laughter yeah, laughter, yeah a coquettish so. laugh a coquettish yeah, laugh yeah. then the second i tried to go a little bit off piste mm-hmm. and went Rawr! what yeah. was that all about yeah what can you that? talk us through that I yeah i can't yeah. remember that one is that okay. and or... is that and you're doing there <laughs> was, was the river okay, he I... was coming out of very cold it was meant. <laughs> um, it was meant to be a lion, and they oh. live in prides. Oh wow! And then wow. for okay. prejudice, oh. I was going to do some sort of offensive slur. <laughs> well, I'm it really pleased you could use words there. I'm really, really Good. pleased. Um, wow! Will we, we have to cancel Sophie Duker at some stage? <laughs> <laughs> One of the least likely people to be cancelled in all of this, but you know. Happy I to was do just it. roaring. That's the yeah. I died roaring, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> a valiant effort, Duco. Yeah, valiant, yeah, yeah. valiant, you, valiant, valiant effort indeed. Dara, you're up next. Tom, apply your blindfold, please. And Ooh, when, that. when the uh, blindfold is on, which I think it is. Okay, that's. I love it. You had it ready to well go. Well done, Ben. Let's see. Yeah. Well done, you. N- nice, nice work, Ben. Uh, let's see if if Dara and Tom can score some points here. This is the book. You are trying to do the Bible. Oh. Mm, I can't do a word. No, I can't do can't. a word. It sounds like a word. If it sounds like a word, I'm not sure. That's. I think that might be okay. Okay, we going? Yeah. I like it. I mean, that's nuts. Oh, very, very good start. Very, very good I start. Like it. Can I have it one more time, please? Of course. Of course, you can have it as many times as you like. Sounds like a better tiger. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. sure. It, yeah. Okay, Tom, it, what, are you, what are you thinking? What are you hearing this sound now? What's, uh, what's it conjuring up? I, I mean, I'm thinking of the wind in the willows because that sounded like wind. Ooh. So I'm going to say wind in the willows. No, I can tell you it's now, not wind it's in the not wind. It's absolutely wind. not wind in the willows. And just, okay. to, help, just to help you out a little it, bit, it, Tom... Was there, it wind? There was more of like an impact at the start, but it, it kind of cut off on the mic. Oh, did or it? At least it did, in, it did in my ears. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, let's try it again. I'm just doing this now over and over now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is incorrect. Right. Okay. okay. Are we on to second sound? You've done the guess of second, second sound. sound. Second, second sound. Second Oh, this is very, very strong work from Dara O'Brien here. Uh, what are you thinking, Tom? Well, now I'm thinking the first sound sounds a bit like a bomb. And then okay. there's singing afterwards. Mm. So it's I'm thinking bird song because it's a war 
book. Uh, okay, oh, yeah, that makes I'm, sense. I'm loving the way your mind works. It's totally that, wrong, but that's it makes totally <laughs> wrong. <laughs> it makes, but it makes perfect sense. So you you, you think you're thinking bombs? Well, it's like a drop and a bar song. Song is song feels like it's going to play a part or bomb the drop music. Bomb the drop music is not the answer. I'm that's, uh, that's, that's the history of hip hop book that I'm working on at the moment as someone who has no understanding of hip hop. Um, okay, give me okay. a third and then let's we'll see. A, let's hear right. a third okay. sound okay. from Dara. Okay. Yes, it, it is good. It is good. So there's like a, a a drop or like a and then there's a song and then there's a snake. Oh. Okay, yes. Anything like anything that immediately springs to mind when you think of um so now I'm thinking of the Jungle Book, but I don't think it's the Jungle Book. I wouldn't do a. No, it's not the Jungle Book. No, no, no. Okay. Um, I am going to say drop the singing snake, and that's my final answer. <laughs> no, right. I'm going to say think a little bigger. It's a big book. Lord of the Rings. Oh, Jesus. Bigger. Oh. Bigger. <laughs> the Bible. It is indeed the what? Bible. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um, holy moly. I mean, exactly. holy moly. The, the Bible in three sounds. In that three was, sounds. I mean, the sound yeah. of creation, a- angelic voices singing, and then a snake. The snake. I mean, the Big Bang okay. is kind of... It's, it's the opposing modern point, take on the Bible. I, yeah. But there's still a moment of creation. Yeah. 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 But also, we don't think the Big Bang literally went... <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. Well, no, well, that's what Richard Dawkins told me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, so I think I think we'll give you. I mean, I, I sort of edge you towards that. I'm going to give you two points there uh, for that. Thank I can't you. give you the full three, but that was fantastic no. work from Dara there. Uh, really, really good. Okay, Ben. That is an audio book I would listen to. Oh, I'd love to do that. Dara O'Brien sounds the Bible. <laughs> sounds the Bible. Get, get that on Audible. Yes. Get that on Audible. I would, I would definitely, yeah. I'd, it sounds like the Bible with Dara O'Brien. I love it. <laughs> okay, yeah. let's, uh, let's go to Ben now. Sophie, if you would please blind yourself. Uh, blind Sophie's, okay. Whoa. Sorry, if you blindfold yourself. No, don't blind yourself. <laughs> that was the last round, but that's pretty um, uh, intense. It's Equus, actually. Um, no, if you would, <laughs> no. if you would blindfold yourself, please. My my huge apologies. Blindfold yourself. And um, Clarky, here is your book, Crime and Punishment. Okay. 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 Parry's looking at that, thinking that's achievable. I'm Clarky, that one up. Clarky is he's sweating through that kimono. Oh, I really am. What do you what do you think, okay. Clarky? Let's have, okay. let's, have, let's, have, okay. let's have the first sound. And Sophie, listen carefully. Very strong work from Clarky there, straight away. Okay. Okay. Sophie, what are you thinking? Right, it sounds like either a siren or a very annoying child. Um, <laughs> okay. It's both, but it's me doing it. So I feel like it's like there's some sort of emergency. Okay. Uh, 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 like maybe, or like maybe like an incident. 
Okay. No, no, not an incident. No, 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 no. There's a book with an incident in it. Maybe a curious incident. What is that book? No, no, possibly not an incident. Possibly just an alarm. Sirens, good. Stick with sirens. Sirens. The siren siren is a very, very strong clue from Clarky. You're on the right track there, Sophie. Drill down into that because I reckon. I reckon if you think about this a little bit, you might be able to get this. I think maybe it's like an old book. It is an old book. Like maybe <laughs> like a like a classical book. It's not classical, no. It could it be classical? It's just old. Um, you, should we have the second noise? Let's have the second noise. Yeah, go on. Oh, here we go. Oh, he's getting up for it. Oh, mm-hmm. it, uh, uh. that wasn't the second noise. That's that not the noise. No, you've not heard. That, that's just him moving. Does that work? Okay. What were you, att- oh, were you? Were you knocking on a surface there? Was that okay. tapping? I it didn't hear ta- it. Do it one more time. Please. One more time, Clarky. See if you can. Is there a surface you can bring to the microphone rather so than bring the microphone can, to can the I, Can I change the sound then? Of course you can change the sound, all right? Let the, let the uh, tapping be <laughs> from the record. And it's probably a good thing because I've got no fucking clue what it was on about with that tapping. But let's, well, uh, this, one's, let's- this one. Oh, dear. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. good. Put, put put them together. Do one let's and hit, then the hit, other. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> Sophie, Duca. So it's like a siren, like an alarm. It's like ringing, like, uh, but then there's like a crackling, like a firework. Oh, it's... Or like a fire, like a bomb. <laughs> I don't very, want to talk. To- it's getting very Darth Vadery now, uh, 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 Ben. <laughs> you know, you know, uh, a, a ringing alarm, a bell, a siren, a police siren. siren. Yes, mm. a police siren. Yeah, a police. Oh siren. yes, a police siren. Yes, yes, yes. A police. No, there are no books about police. No, you're right. You're right. There aren't. Right. There aren't. Somebody should write one. Somebody should definitely write one. <laughs> it's a gap in the, the market. You could turn it into a TV show. We get a TV show about the police wow. as well. It'd be brilliant. Um, I've got, any, I've got the book ideas. for whom the bell tolls in my head, but I know it's not that because not, it's not, it's not, not that. For, not for bell, the ring rings. the alarm. What about watch out bells? Uh, Let's hear one final noise from Clarky, oh. and then we may have to close this for good. Come on, Clarky. Okay. Um, oh. Come on, Clarky. Come on, Clarky. Come on, Clarky. Uh, okay. How, okay. Ooh. Any? What do you think that sounded like? It sounded like someone shooting a poison dart at a cowboy. <laughs> okay, in which case I wouldn't chase that thought down anymore. <laughs> Was it poison? No, it just wasn't any of those. Siren. Yes, police siren. Yes, you were right. Police siren, siren. Absolutely. Yes. A Off police to solve a inspector. What <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, it's the it's the, the uh, Sherlock Holmes. It's oh, not Sherlock Holmes. It, no, Sophie, it, take take the blindfold uh, off. I'm afraid Re- you should see the book was, of course, it wasn't Rebecca. No, it was uh, Crime and Punishment. <laughs> <laughs> of course, they solve. Yeah. 
Yeah, of crime. course. They solve crimes and incidents, of course. They also solve those. Um, but it was what crime. Was that, what was I, that final bit oh. of punishment, Clarky? It was the guillotine. <laughs> <laughs> the guillotine? Oh, it was the guillotine. Um, oh, yeah. The guillotine. Oh, Common so form the... of punishment. <laughs> Ambitious to do yeah, I mean, terrible, terrible, really. In hindsight. What was sound two, please? It was supposed to be the shutting of a jail cell. I thought that was very good, actually. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you know what? What you realise when you're watching it is that there's a lot of physical. You know, there's he's bringing a lot of physicality it, to the part. That makes all the difference. Yeah. I think you know, it's it's a bit like when Dara was was doing the big band. Bang! It's the hands together, and it's the sort of the you know. Oh, all you of never that. saw the time. It was amazing. You actually. never I saw it. Imagine it. I, yeah. You could yeah. See yeah. The Sophie, if you yeah. if you'd he seen then, it was like there was a big heavy wrought iron door right in front of him, and he was slamming it shut, and it was you know it was. It was it was something else. Final one is of course. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, final one is of course. Okay. For Tom now, Dara is going to blindfold himself there. That is an amazing blindfold there. It's a face mask again. These face masks are really useful. So and useful. And they're a hammock for your testicles. Yeah, <laughs> hoping it, you not use the same one for all I three. Mean, you'll go blind that way. Oh yeah, true. Um, okay, so oh, Tom, not get COVID luck. in my eyes now. Here is a lady. Here is the book you are going for. Three men in a boat. Let's hear your first sound, please. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> okay. I see okay. I, I absolutely see where you're going with that, and it's 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 a strong first outing for the first sound. Is Can we hear it again, please? Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. That's getting dangerously close to the word hey there. No. Okay, it's not the word. No, no, no words here. It's not here. the word hey. No. No, let's. It's, hey, hey, hey. I, I'll, I'll accept. I'll accept. But I won't accept hey, hey, hey. hey. Right. The only reason I'm saying not, it's not the word hey is just because you're not allowed to do actual words, Dara. That's yes, the only of course, reason I'm saying Absolutely. To. And also, I don't. Uh, uh, you know. it's, not hey, about, hey, hey. it's not about horses again. Okay. Um, it's, it's somebody uh, calling, uh, getting attention for somebody, calling somebody. How many times? Hey, hey, hey. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Three, yeah. three times. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. All right. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Let's, <laughs> somebody calling attention three times. All right, okay. Or maybe, well. Or well, maybe, 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 yes. Maybe it's did you more say, about, what did you say, Matthew? Look, would you either say something or don't say something, but honestly. <laughs> okay. Maybe aye, aye. it is, maybe it isn't. Okay. Okay. So second aye, sound. Aye. Second sound, please. Please. Okay. Is it, it's either a tap, uh, spraying three times, it's speed skating. That's the other thing that sounds like. Which is unlikely. I don't know any novel about speed skating <laughs> in the English canon. <laughs> it's storms, lightning, um, oh, weather. Um, three, uh, three storms for Mary. Uh, three. You're close. You're, it's, it's not a million miles away. Yeah, you're weirdly really, quite close. I mean, it's sort of, it's sort of close. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not a million miles away. Let's say it's half a million miles away. Oi, oi, oi! Okay, there's definitely an aqua yes. theme, I'd um, say. So you're. Hey, hey, hey! All right, we, yeah, we know. <laughs> you seem to even go, you, you toilet, you slag. Uh, and then. Yeah, it's oh. not a Jake Arnott book or uh, something like that. It's not. Um, uh, it's like no. they're on cling film. 
Okay, yeah. final noise. <laughs> final noise. Please give me the final noise. Um, and it's not the Blue Peter Annual. It's not, so it's on a boat. It's, um... <gasps> oi, oi, oi! I mean, you've said almost all of the words in the title now, so... <laughs> Three Storms Boat Mary. That wasn't one of them. <laughs> my own addition to it. Um, uh, is, is Three... Uh, oh, Moby yeah. Dick. Um, on a boat. Oi, oi, oi! <laughs> oh, okay, we get it. That's a boat. That's Blue Peter. Um, the boat is in the title. I tell you what, this really sounds title. like okay, a format. I can, slightly, I can slightly change it now. Okay, you ready? Oi, oi, hey. Oh. I mean, that's, you, I I mean that's like eight that's, sounds. That's three sounds, Tom. You're really, you're, I mean, you're, you're, you're bending, you're stretching the rules to breaking point here. But oh, Dara, oh, is so, hey. Dara is so close, I'd love that for him to get it. Irritating. Uh, it's uh, it's like <laughs> of a boat, on a boat. Yes, um, Mom. Oi, oi, oi. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm totally sorry. It's um, three men on a boat. Yeah. It's three men on a boat, exactly. Of course it is. Of course yes. it's three men on a boat. Of course yes. it's three men on a boat. Of course. What oh, else could it have been? God. Well, it's... many things. It was yeah. <laughs> three storms for Mary is, is very literally what it was. Uh, I wish it had been three storms for Mary. Three Storms for Mary, a great book. What are you it's, reading at the moment? I mean, uh, Three Storms for Mary. That's about uh, um, also, also the title of okay. Bangman Five. Yeah. The um, okay. No, look, I'll take this off because we've done. You can it, take it off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you've, yes. you've, you've, you've got the points, so I can give you there the full three points there. Congratulations, Gwyn. What does that do to the scores, please? And I'm I'm not going to allow you to use words. No, actually, no. Do, do use words. And, and <laughs> we've got to wrap the show up. Uh, scores, please. Genuine look of panic. Uh, the scores are Tom and Dara have 15 and Ben and Sophie unchanged on 30. Oh. Okay, so Tom and Dara have taken the lead there. Now it's time for a round that I can describe in just two sounds. Moo and yo, it's Beef Brothers. Well, if you've got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you've got a problem, call it a beef. If you've got a beef, beef. maybe we can help beef. you. Beef Brothers sorting out your beef. Yes, it's Beef Brothers, where each week we ask our panellists to sort out a flat share-based beef. And today's one comes from audience member John. Now, John, are you there? Hey! Hello, John. How are you doing there, man? Thanks for coming on the show. Now, John writes, My flatmate slash wife, Kate, keeps buying more and more houseplants. There are between 10 to 15 plants dotted around our relatively small house, and she's always on the lookout for more. Four new ones arrived in the post just last week. This wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't for the fact that we have a third flatmate, Cariad, our one-year-old daughter, who will grab them and dig into the soil with her hand so she could get to them. What this means is that every morning when I get up to give Cariad her breakfast, I have to move all of the plants to safe positions so that she can't access them. It's only when she goes to bed at around 7 p.m. that Kate moves them back to where she wants the plants. It is therefore a merry-go-round of moving plants every day. Should I destroy all the plants or should I stop moaning and live in a pot plant forest or somewhere in between I suppose. Now John that's your thank you but congratulations by the way on uh, having a lovely daughter Cariad one year old. Um, Right we're going to do a slight change of the format for Beef Brothers this time. Our four panelists are all going to come up with a different solution for John but first a cross-examination. Does anyone have any questions for John? And in fact, is Kate there as well? Uh, yeah, she's here. Kate is here as well. Great. Well, let's start. <laughs> hey, Kate. Kate, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, we'll start with questions for John. We'll move to questions for Kate in a second. We're all going to try and solve John and Kate's problem here. Uh, anyone got a question off the bat for, either jo- for John, for, for, first of all? Uh, 
John. Yeah. Have you tried? Do you tell Cariad not to touch the plants? We've, Is that? Have you explored that route? We've tried that, but she's not keen on following instructions at the moment. This is yeah. This is a this is a parent of a one year old coming from a soon to be parent. You will find out very very soon, Parry, that telling a one year old not to do things is just it's. it's just oh, that it's, doesn't work. No, oh no 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 no. You've reason with the one Down, have an when adult you, conversation. When you with them. reason with the one year old, they usually just go, "Oh yeah, that's an excellent point." They'll say. That's an excellent right. point. Thank you for putting yeah. that. Okay. Okay. I never considered okay. like that. Yeah. This is all really good. I, I, I will alter my behaviour accordingly. <laughs> Sophie, you've got a question for John. I've got a question for John. Is uh, Cariad a human baby she, and not a cat? She is a human baby, yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, the trickiest kind that's, of baby. Yeah, that's that, it's that not your area of expertise things. now, is it? No. <laughs> I, Dijon you, used to dig up the plants, but I think it was because she was um, bored. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Okay. That's, okay. Interesting. that's interesting. <laughs> Clark or Dara, any questions for our friend John here? I, I, like, I mean, I presume, is your house full of any other stimulus for your child? Or, I mean, have you considered toys? Toys, but she tends to go for things that we don't want her to go for as, you know, child. That's the yes. classic. Classic. Absolutely. Classic baby. Yeah. Classic baby. Yeah. Classic okay. adult. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Clark, any questions? Uh, what, what's it like having a baby? Is it nice? <laughs> Not a bad question. Tricky in lockdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. All right, well, I'll think is on it, it. Is Cariad your only your, your only child? She is, yes. Okay, so you're just dealing with this this one year old in lockdown who wants to tear up the plants. But there's okay. lots of I, plants. Loads. Of a plants. lot. So, so Kate, Kate, Cariad isn't your baby. Have I got this right? <laughs> <laughs> I am confused. Are you two? Is it you two and Cariad? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kate, you keep bringing in the plants. Yes, and, and the, the baby a year ago. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, okay. yeah, yeah. Crucially, yeah. Kate brought in the baby yeah, as well. Yes. The yeah. <laughs> so, you're, you you have a desire for baby and plant to cohabit, to live together, the baby to grow up aware of plants, around plants. I live in an idealistic world of baby and pants in complete harmony Eden are the plants in every room or is there a specifically specific planty type room that you have all over the place okay I mean there's, there's two right here right here yeah oh right. They're exactly oh wow essentially there's a yucca going on there but uh, yeah. <laughs> standard house plant very good I'm not familiar with human babies can your cariad um, can she walk she has started walking during lockdown, so yes. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Congratulations. Oh, great, but also, wow, what a time to have her start walking. <laughs> <laughs> Where's she going to go? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are any of those plants, I mean, they're not, they're not poisonous plants, right? I mean, that sounds like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Got like yeah, a yeah, it's all, it's all, all poisonous. There's like poison ivy up the walls. That's what they've got, yeah, yeah. Ivy <laughs> crawling around. <laughs> yeah, that poison Devil plants. ivy, left, right and centre. <laughs> Just a so, massive cactus. You know, one of those really brutal cactuses <laughs> right in the centre of the living room. There are cactuses about... Oh, are there? Oh, you've got it's, some uh, it's, it's cacti, John. Come on, man. <laughs> Listen, we're, we're all on everybody's side this time round, so... And um, also, it's bay-bye. <laughs> it is in Wolverhampton so, anyway. Bye-bye. That's my bay-bye. No, that's not my bay-bye. Um, so, 
John, where does your chief concerns lie for the safety of the plants or for the comfort of the house or the, <laughs> the baby will... You've really got no idea how to talk. <laughs> Tom, you're going to be a parent in like three months' time, all right? You need to change your entire brain. <laughs> I'm just wondering where the concern is. Is it that the baby's going to eat a plant or soil or... John hates the fucking plants, Tom. He just hates the plants. That's, that's it. I think the baby thing is cover for me wanting to get rid of the plants. Totally. Um, uh, Oh, totally yeah, yeah, yeah. Using this challenge, I don't want to the plants. soil. That's yeah. <laughs> one, one. And 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 can you put up a shelf? <sighs> she doesn't want them on shelves. We've got some on shelves already. <laughs> How many would you say you have? What, like, if you had to give it a, 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 a rough estimate, you're saying it's like ten to fifteen. You reckon? With with four arrived last week. I counted them this earlier in preparation. There is Thank you. nineteen. Nineteen. That's a lot. That's a, that's that a healthy a amount. How many? Uh, of plants. How many rooms are they? Uh, are they over? How many rooms uh, do you keep plants five. in? Over five rooms. Nineteen. Okay. So right. So four. Oh, I think because there are none in her room. Okay, over four. <laughs> that seems like that an obvious thing job. to do. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> the cactus in the cart, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so and the say, silver mood. <laughs> <laughs> so no plants in the baby's room. Not at the moment. That's he kept attacking right. it, so we had to move it to there. Sophie, any questions for John or Kate? I know you basically tapped out as soon as I said it was a human baby, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> just waiting for the uh, <laughs> the cat-related content. Um, what? How? How many plants would you say are are bigger than the baby, or are they all smaller than the baby? Uh, I'd say two, two or three bigger than the baby. And what do you, do you mind uh, disclosing? What sort of breed of plant species? Yeah, kind of um, plants they are. An umbrella plant. Okay. Mm-hmm. And a rubber plant. Great. All right. Any cool. succulents? Yeah, I've got um, a jade plant upstairs. It's not doing very well. Oh, is that the dead one? No, it's not dead. <laughs> it's almost like the definition of not doing well in the time yeah. Did Do, it die can, roaring? Can I, ask, um, can I ask a question of you, John? Do you, and this is a safe space here, and uh, Kate, you might want to cover your ears for this, but do you, in your own way, sabotage any of these plants? Do you overwater any of them while Kate's not looking? Do you move them well, away from sunlight? Is there anything you've done? Do you the, pour a bit of lager into the, uh, into the soil? Have there you are, there are, the plants, John? Have you got a plant pasta plot to piss in? Yeah, <laughs> there, there, are, there are two that are on the windowsill in our bedroom that you cannot shut the blind without removing them. So oh, no. I sometimes do close the blind on them. Right, yeah. Oh. You guillotine them, if you will. Yeah. Glass, <laughs> do the sound effect, quick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. I think that is enough to go on, unless anyone has any final questions. No. Not okay. a situation down there, mm-hmm. yep. Hopefully that is enough to solve our panellists' problem. So, our, 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 in fact, our, our guest problem. So... Let's have a, uh, a solution to John and Kate plus one's problem. Dara, we'll start with you. What are you thinking? Um, uh, you're lovely people. Uh, and uh, congratulations on your child. The case, it's time to give up your dreams. <laughs> you, you don't live in a, in ar- an arboretum. They, uh, that, has to, that has to end now, okay? Oh, the only way to get this message across, John, uh, is to go totally native and start weaving trousers out of leaves, uh, gather the plants around yourself, yes. and then play the music from the mission. 
from the Sadly Departed and your Morricone soundtrack. And yeah, that oboe music. And sit in the native style, surrounded by the plants. This is it. If, this, if we live in a plant world, then I shall also live as a plant would. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and so, so I want you to weave pants out of the, out of the yucca uh, and, and, <laughs> in order to make this point. Okay. The, uh, so that's, that's it. Really, Beautiful. John? Get over it, for fuck's sake. It's only some plants. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, that really turned good. at the end there. That really <laughs> turned. A bit, so we're gonna, we'll stick with the yucca nice, pants. We'll stick with nice the go native. with a one-year-old child and John's whining about a couple of fucking rubber plants in the house. Man, if you don't want to stick them on the yucca, right? Do we think the plants are actually not the problem? Anyway, let's... This is not therapy. This is just a podcast, all right? You have whatever problems you want. You fight this battle out in whatever fake arena you want here right? <laughs> <laughs> so you let him grow to pants out of out of leaves and have his moment <laughs> in the path of leaves Gee, but I think I think I think Dara's just found our format <laughs> there we go <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry I, I, I've gone both ways on this haven't I Yes, uh, but I, 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 I think we're going to we're going to we're going to keep um, go native because I like I like go native. Go as native. Okay, great. So yeah. we're going to keep that as the answer. Sophie, what is your advice for John? John, I think it's clear that you and the plants are at war, um, mm. if not literally. Although sometimes literally, with you closing the blinds on them, at least psychologically. Um, but the trouble is that your partner doesn't respect your your inherent fear of the plants. So I would uh, ask you to invest in some uh, films. Uh, uh, specifically the Lord of the Rings trilogy, um, uh, Little Shop of Horrors, uh, Day of the Triffids, and uh, just watch just watch these, uh, I would say, anti-plant propaganda films <laughs> on loop for like a fortnight. And I feel like the plants will find their own way out of, out of the home you share. I, think it's I love it. So educate the plants themselves to, to do, do an, an uprising and take to the streets. Okay. I mean, yes, that is one way of interpreting what that's, No, I love it. I, I, think, I, I, absolutely, I actually love that. I think that's a, that's a, very, a, a very strong answer there. So go, go anti-plant propaganda. Lovely answer from Sophie. Um, Clarky, what are you thinking? Well, it's a, it's a complicated one. So I want you to go with me on this. Okay. Um, because I've looked at this from every angle with an analytical eye. And I think that it's, it's not... It's not as simple as, you know, baby or plants, which I feel like, you know, is what they're discussing. You know, one has to go. And that's, that's the debate they've put for us. Um, when did they say I, the baby had to go? Well, <laughs> I, 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 I'm reading between the lines here, you know. There's, there's, there's an issue here. Something's in the house that they don't like. Uh, which, which, which one is it? Um, but pe- pe- people don't speak about that chapter of George Best's autobiography, do they? <laughs> <laughs> Baby or plants? Baby or plants? It's the new daddy or chips. Um, but I think I think let's let's get to the root of the problem here, guys. I think what what you need to do, and it and it's it is technical, is that if you uh, take the plants and put them um, outside. Because technically, and not a lot of people know this, that is actually um, a natural habitat for plants. They draw energy from the sun. They get water from the rain. They'll actually thrive. You can still look at them 
through the windows and when you're outside and then when you're inside it's it's baby palace and that way you get to keep both uh, and you don't have to do the mental thing you were considering of choosing between baby or plants. Okay, right, yeah. So you've really thrown it back at them there, Clarky. Okay, well, good. Just, right, yeah. sure. Plants outside, baby inside, never the twain shall meet. Um, right, before we, we go to Tom, uh, John and Kate, how do you think it's going so far? Are you happy with any of the answers so far? Any, 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 are you leaning towards any of them at the moment? I'm happy with most of them, to be honest. Yeah, not great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they all involve you getting rid of the plants, so... Um, I, I, would, I would say that there's not a lot more room outside for any more plants, because there are more outside than are inside. It is a problem. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, what about out the front of your house and just put a nice little sign saying, uh, help yourself? That seems to be a lot of that going on at the moment, you know. Or for the baby. Is that baby or plant advice? <laughs> I'll, I'll leave I that to your discretion you, there. I told you guys. <laughs> um, okay, Tom, now, are you going to solve this problem as yourself? No, I'm going to do it in the style of a Deep South American lawyer from a John Grisham novel. Okay. Mr. Fanshawe Standen. Fanshawe Standen presiding and providing. Let's hear what you have to say. Ladies and gentlemen with a problem, <laughs> I've been listening to you here today and it sort of got me thinking, hell yeah, it's the age-old battle, isn't it? Nature versus nurture. <laughs> hell, there used to be a saying with my mama, you could stick a boy in a yard with a stick and there he'll stay. <laughs> <laughs> and I sure did stay in that yard. <laughs> but listening to you there reminds me of a story of mine when I was growing up on the farm there, little baby piglet. Hog had gone to market to live on the farm, but we had a little baby piglet, and it used to play there with the dog. And my mama used to say, you can't leave a dog with a piglet, and I'd say, mama, nature, nurture, put them together. Cut a long story short, the pig ate the dog! <laughs> now you take from that what you will... Maybe don't leave the baby with the plants after all. That That's my advice, and thank you very much. Well, thank you so much, Fanshawe. Mm, uh, so, so don't leave the baby with the plants. I mean, that's it, it was staring you right in the face there the entire time. Now, obviously, I can't make the call myself. Uh, I'm biased, as I'm actually, I didn't tell anyone this, but I'm actually half plant. My mother was a yucca tree, and my father was a pervert. So instead, I call upon our live internet audience. So if you go to our profile on Twitter, it's at Pappy's Tweet. Our pinned tweet will uh, let you vote for who you think should win. Um, was it uh, was it Dara? Was it Sophie? Was it Clarky? Or was it Fanshawe with whatever his uh, suggestion was? So go to at Pappy's tweet on Twitter now and vote. You've got thirty seconds to do so, and your time is very nearly up. But I'd like to talk to you guys. Uh, so now you've heard heard Fanshawe's uh, suggestion, John. Have you ever thought of just not keeping the the baby and the plant in the same room? Uh. We don't have a lot of rooms, um, and I've tried to manufacture that by moving the plants um, to a safe place. Could you have a plant, could you have a jungle room, like Elvis used to have, where you have a room that is just entirely full of plants, and that's your little sort of hothouse room, all the plants go in that room, the baby never goes in there. 
that's that's mummy and daddy's jungle room you're not allowed in there i mean i know when you say it's mummy and daddy's jungle room it sounds creepy (laughs) but um, (laughs) it wasn't intended that way but could that there's lots of plants there's lots of swings bizarrely (laughs) but they're not for you could that be a possibility i I would consider outside to be the, the jungle room um that's where plants should live I think okay. I move like two, three plants in the morning. It's not laborious. <laughs> every okay. morning, every, every morning. Every, the, the thing is, when you when you've got a morning routine, every. I mean, I, I also have a have a. a she's one on Sunday. Um, I every little aspect of it can become laborious when it becomes the routine. <laughs> so. I mean, this is that, that's parenting, isn't it? So little bits can be laborious. You can take one laborious thing out. That would be great, but anyway, it's not. It's not my decision. It's the decision of our of our <laughs> of our listeners, and I can tell you now, we have a final decision. Um, a lot of people voted, only one winner. With with eighteen percent was Clarky, with twenty percent was Sophie, with thirty percent was Fanshawe, but Dara is the clear winner. Go native. Wear the plants yourself with 32%. Dara is the winner. So how do you feel about that? I mean, John, how do you feel about that? Are you ready to start weaving yourself some yucca pants? Absolutely. I'll start immediately. Kate, how are you feeling about it? It doesn't have to be like a corner. You can be a corner of the room. You can put them all there. You can sit amidst them in your yucca pants, which is obviously, I think you'll agree, will be a a beautiful sight to see your husband in uh, just wrapped in, in leafy pants. Uh, as, you know, I'm not saying I'm not saying it should be part of the romantic routine, but I'm just saying it's a nice <laughs> it thing. Be. Okay? It could be. It's there. Could be. You know, it's there. You know, it's always there. Oh, hello. It's always there. Your are love. You a Fra- like are you a plants. Franciscan monk come to explore the jungle? I mean, who knows? You can. <laughs> um, well, John and Kate, thank you, uh, thank you so much for coming on the uh, on the show. Thanks for accepting the decision of the uh, of the online audience, and uh, we'll we'll see you again very soon. I hope. Good luck with the plants. See you soon. John and Kate, everybody. John and Kate, there we go. Good luck with the child. Bye bye. Lovely Good to see them there. Lovely people. Lovely people. Okay, Lovely. so, well, it's nearly time for the quick fire round, and here is something we do not have to vote on. This jingle is a bit too long. It's the quick fire round jingle. Let's hear it. This is the quick fire round. It's the round that goes really quickly Which is why it's amusing that it's got a really long introduction Ooh, it's a great jade It's got a long introduction Or at least that is the joke The trouble is it's no longer funny Things lasting a long time Because we've all lost our own sense of time Yesterday lasted three hours It's a state of affairs And the day before lasted a week Is it April or is it July? This year's flown by and this year's felt like a decade I had a bath the other day that took a month 
So is this intro long? Well, it could be, or it could be short. I just don't know anymore. I've smashed up all my clocks. Fuck this lockdown. It's like Inception. But also fuck easing this lockdown. (laughs) Oh God, I've lost my mind. I'm starting to understand why Schrodinger's cat went mental. Or, well, did he? I, I, or did she? I, I don't know if the cat was there. Ooh, uh, I've lost the thread. But let's not get into that now. Instead, let's get on with the quick fire round. A very real, a very real quick fire round jingle there from Tom and Ben there. Yes, this is the quick fire round. And as our show is about uh, about masks, all of our answers follow the pattern of Jim Carrey's famous catchphrase from... The cable guy. Now, of course, I'm having light-hearted fun with you. It's his catchphrase from the mask. Somebody stop me. So, for it's great to hear that. But it's great to hear that in 2020, isn't it? It's, uh, it's a, we watched it. We watched it's it only stuff. the other day. We put Does it still kids watch it? Really? Does it still hold up? Watch. No, it doesn't. <laughs> oh, no. I just thought it was weird. What? Going, yeah. look, look, the, the, you know, there's a bit later taking the, the dog and put the mask on. They're like, mm, okay, it's a bit strange. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but then, it's, hey, do you know, the, we watched Groundhog Day once and they really didn't go for that because we're in the middle of fucking lockdown. So why I were mean, they like yeah. <laughs> It's a documentary. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So the way this round works is if I were to ask you, uh, what does the mask say when he wants a cut of meat on the bone, usually pork or lamb? You would say, somebody chop me. And we'd all have a great time. Instead of buzzers, I would like you to shout out your first names. So Tom and Dara, let's hear yours. Tom. Dara. Uh, Ben and Sophie. Ben. Sophie. Off we go. What does the mask say when he's a balloon? Sophie. Sophie. Somebody pop me. Is correct. What does the mask say when he's been picked up? Tom. 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 Somebody drop me. Is correct. What does the mask say when he wants to be traded for something else? Oh, Sophie. <laughs> uh, I think it was just Sophie ahead of, ahead of Ben there. Somebody swap me. Absolutely correct. What does the mask say when he's cleaning the floor? Dara, Sophie. Ben. Dara. I think Dara was just there first. Somebody mop me. Somebody mop me. <laughs> what does the mask say when he's wearing a sleeveless jumper? Sophie. <laughs> Sophie. Somebody crap me? Oh, I'm afraid it's not. No. Anybody else? Dara? Tom. Tom. Somebody tank top me. Is absolutely correct. <laughs> of course it's somebody tank top me. Of course it is. Look who you're talking to. What does the mask say when he's the manager of Liverpool FC? Tom. Tom. But ben. Tom. Yeah, go on. Somebody clop me. Absolutely correct. What does the mask say when he's working on his MacBook? Oh. Uh, ben. Ben. Uh, I'm running out of hard uh, hard, hard disk space because this uh, this is no, taking no, it's not that. this is taking so uh, long. I know what it is. Go on, Tom. <laughs> Somebody airdrop me. Uh, oh, Dara. Uh, no, do you know what? That's better than I had. But go on, Dara. What was yeah, it? Somebody photoshopped me. Uh, it was. It was just. It's as simple as somebody laptop me. Somebody uh, laptop me. No. <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to okay. give a point for airdrop, and I'm going to give a point for Photoshop. Uh, what does the mask say when he's a luggage carrier in a hotel? 
Sophie. Somebody, Sophie. Somebody bellhop me. Love it. Absolutely right. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm glad we've got loads of these. And what does the mask say when he's in Waterstones? Um, Dara, so Dara. Ben. Dara. Somebody bookshop me. Somebody bookshop me. Dara's, <laughs> come on, hit it with enthusiasm next time, okay, please. Somebody Dara. bookshop me. That's what I'm talking about. What does the mask is say? This, it, is this a format? Can we just check? Is this a format? <laughs> Again, no, still not a format. What does the mask say when he's hanging out with Stormzy? Sophie. Sophie. Somebody... <laughs> was, was I always going to get that one? Uh, somebody... <laughs> Better somebody fucking get Somebody bought me. Somebody bossy bought me is absolutely correct. What does the mask say when he's a superhuman cyborg law enforcer? Tom. Ben. Tom. Somebody a robocop me. Absolutely correct. And finally, what does the mask say when he's doing the high jump? So, Sophie. Sophie. Somebody fuzzberry flop me. Oh, oh Sophie Duca smashing bro. the fuck out Good. of the quickfire round there. That, that is really the end nice. of the round and indeed the end of the game. So before we find out the final scores, oh. Dara and Sophie, is there anything you need to, uh, you want to plug? Uh, d- Sophie? Nope. I don't. I, I've got Dara, nothing. No, no. I've got. I, I actually need an adapter for my electric toothbrush, but I'm otherwise fine. Oh, I do a podcast. Oh, there you oh, go. Fantastic. Yeah? Uh, tell us the it's name of your podcast. It's about a great new show called I May Destroy You, and it's called Obsessed with I May Destroy You because it's very literal. Uh, oh. But it's a great show. Everyone should watch. Amazing. And I chat about it. I love that. Sh- I love that show. So you're doing like the kind of um, the discussion show after the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, Fantastic. and it's called Obsessed with I May Destroy Obsessed You. Obsessed with I May Destroy You. It's well, honestly one of the most mind-blowing things I've I've seen on TV in a while. I but, love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, yeah. I love that show. So I'd, I'd love to I'd love to hear that podcast. Um, well, I'll definitely listen to that. Brilliant. I have um, nothing. I haven't worked in months, and and there's nothing in the diary. So <laughs> that's why you did this. <laughs> how you got how else do we get Dara? You know, <laughs> I don't know. Somebody, somebody eat a bat. That's how we'll get the guests. <laughs> <laughs> like shut down the world it, and people it worked out great for us this lockdown yeah. I can tell you that thanks to all of you guys watching as always check out our Patreon we do three bonus eps there every week so go to patreon.com forward slash pappy's flat share for five dollars and above you get the bonus eps uh, leave us a review on iTunes or tweet recommending the podcast to all of your friends but most of all um, we're going to do another one of these I think I think we're going to keep doing these on Zoom uh, during lockdown so please uh, keep coming back you know Come for the uh, lack of format. Stay for the lack of format. So, producer Gwyn, let's hear the final scores. I'm very excited about this. So, the final scores are Ben and Sophie have 18, and Tom and Tara have 24. Oh, that is amazing! Really, really, really good. So, Ben and Sophie have to get the face masks while um, Tom and Dara get to get off their faces. Thanks so much to our guests, Dara O'Brien and Sophie Duca. We've been Pappies. See you next time on Flatshare Slamdown! <laughs> Pappies Flatshare Slamdown featured Matthew Crosby, Ben Clark and Tom Parry with special guests, Dara O'Brien and Sophie Duca. It's devised by Pappies and Ben Walker. Technical expertise by Emma Corsham and with help from Gwyn Rees Davis. It's produced by Emma Corsham. Big thanks to everyone who watched the show live to Zoom and to YouTube for hosting us. I still can't believe we're on Zoom. It's amazing, isn't it? Anyway, Pappies Flatshare Slamdown is a secret news production for Acast and the internet. Cheers, everyone. Bye! Well, there you go. That is how we do it. That is how, we do, how we do it at the start Tom, of the month. Tom, tell us again what the audience have just listened to. Mm. I'd love to know. I've been practicing while I was listening. It was flat share yeah. slam. Oh, God. I knew. Oh, 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 no. This is marketing 101. You know, how are we supposed to sell a product that we can't even say? Absolutely. And so it was, am I right in saying it was 
F Slam Shyamalan. Is that right? Is that, <laughs> I'm saying that right? Like that, yeah. uh, there was certainly a twist in the tail. There was a real twist in the tail, everyone. I was brain dead all along. <laughs> um, thank you for listening. If you did, please share it around your friends, stick it on social media, leave a review on iTunes. Come and visit the Patreon community. Yes, we have so much fun over there. Send us an email, pappysflatshare at gmail.com. Send us a beef to solve, beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Um, go on our Twitter, at Pappy's Tweet. Go on our Instagram, at Pappy's Comedy. Just get in touch with us, guys. That's it's, it, we're lonely. It's still basically lockdown and we're still really lonely. <laughs> we only, all we see is, is the, 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 other, the other two and Corsham and, and you know... They're lovely and everything, but come on, guys, a little bit of a little bit of human contact, even via email. Um, well, look, we don't want to beg, but we just did. Um, <laughs> so if you have heart, if you have half a heart, get in touch. This episode was produced by producer Caution. Caution team. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 